0: This week on the Glass Cannon Podcast, the Allies take a devastating loss.
1: Pembroke is obviously very dead. Oh, Oh, Pams. Permanently dead. Sorry, it's good. I know. But there is no time to grieve. She's out to kill and defile. And defile our corpses. Defile corpses. Death is coming for them all.
0: You see, for the first time in this entire adventure fear overcome baron's face the battle continues
1: i don't see how we're not looking down the barrel of at least one more death No. What is going on, everyone? It's your old friend, your good buddy, your best pal, Troy Lavalley, Sitting here in the office on a beautiful Saturday. It's a Saturday before this app comes out. I've been coming to the office a lot on Saturday afternoons now. I've got the whole place to myself, this big office. I can just talk to myself. No one's here to think I'm crazy. Um... And it's nice, I can catch up on a lot of work. I'm here for about six, seven hours, and I can really focus on a lot of the creative stuff. Writing for Glass Cannon, for Androids and Aliens, for our touring Strange Aeon show, and some other projects we have in the works. It's just nice. I can walk around and kind of spitball with myself. I love it. Um... But I'm thinking to myself, like a week from right now, we're going to be loading in to the Bell House for Glass Cannon Live Brooklyn. That's happening this weekend. If you're listening to this live on Tuesday, that's happening this weekend in Brooklyn. It's the two-year anniversary of our first live show we ever did at the now defunct Geekery Game Store in Astoria, Queens. Hey, it's crazy. We're sold out. We're sold out at the Bell House. All those years I spent pounding the pavement to do downtown, off-off-Broadway theater, where you could even get a glowing New York Times review and still not be able to put a single ass in a seat. You couldn't sell it at a 90-seat theater to save your life. And we're sold out at the Bell House for Glass Cannon Live. It's just absurd. And I hope you all can come out. Um, We got a lot of live shows coming out. After Brooklyn, next month, we're in Seattle for PaizoCon. And I tweeted this out the other day, but like... That show is sold out. That show's been sold out since the tickets went on sale. It's a hot ticket. But we're going to be at PaizoCon all weekend. And PaizoCon is just a laid-back, let's-go-and-hang-out-and-play-some-games kind of con. We're not, like, behind any velvet ropes. We're just out there uh, hanging and banging all weekend long. And there are going to be events that we're going to be involved in at PaizoCon. Let me just say, it's going to be one of those things you're going to wish you bought the flight, bought the hotel, went to PaizoCon, signed up for these events, and <laughs> Plus, we're going to have the Glass Cannon room back, which is going to be going 24-7 if I have anything to say about it. I won't be there for 24 hours today, but I encourage all of you to until the hotel staff politely asks you to uh, to leave. Uh, but man, did we have some fun in there last year. A little too much fun. Although tickets are sold out for Glass Cannon Live Seattle, there are still tickets available for Glass Cannon Live Indianapolis uh, Thursday, August 1st. Still a few tickets left for that one. And then the Saturday matinee, uh, all the meet and greets are sold out for both shows, but there are still a good chunk of tickets left for that matinee. Let's sell that out. I want to show the Gen Con crowd who we are and we need the nation to represent. We also mentioned that we're going to be in Atlanta for Dragon Con. This is our first Dragon Con. We're psyched about that. But we're also doing a live show at the Masquerade. This venue looks insane. Uh, There are tickets still left for that show as well. The meet and greets are sold out though. And then we announced, I think it was last week, everything is kind of getting jumbled together that we're coming back to L.A., the bootleg theater where it all began where the strange Aeon tour started last october we're gonna be there this october tickets are on sale and i think there might even be some meet and greets left you know where it's in october people are like oh i have time i have time to get those tickets uh you don't because the second you're like you know what i'm gonna go buy a ticket sold out it happens every single time so don't be that person and you know what we might be announcing another live show as early as this week or next i i can't help myself But guys, we got an episode. We got an episode and a half coming up. And I just have one question for you all. Do I have your attention yet? (laughs) That sounds like a good villain thing to say. Listen, I know there are a lot of emotions swirling around out there after last week's ep. I'm sure there's a lot of sadness. A good amount of anger. People wondering what the hell is going to happen next. Well, let me ask you this. Did you think this was... Other actual play podcasts? Did you think characters were safe? That your feelings or the feelings of the people at my table are protected? That everything you thought you knew wouldn't be challenged constantly on a week-to-week basis? Well, I'm sorry you clicked the wrong download button, pal. But this is the Glass Cannon Podcast, where we roll dice and shit gets real. Ooh, I think I might have scared myself. But folks buddies, best friends, old lovers. We have an episode to listen to, so don't let me keep you any longer. From episode 204 of the Glass Cannon Podcast, Thrown for a Loop 3, Passed from the Blast. You know, maybe this podcast will go 400 episodes. I said... Somewhere around 200, that we'd see maybe 320. But after the last couple weeks, I think I was wrong. I think we'll go for maybe 500, and at least 20 of them. Will be the Skirkatla fight? <laughs> I <was gonna> say, <laughs> I was say, what makes because it we have to replay the second half of Book Four, <laughs> just the, the whole thing. A D- the Doolahan fight again. Uh, that maze isn't going to clear itself. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Wizards with teleport
1: don't just grow on trees, man. <laughs> so true. <laughs> oh man, you know there are, there are there are pros and there are cons to uh, ending sessions or, in our case, ending episodes uh, in the middle of a combat like that. Um, the pro being that now you guys have had some time to think. Uh, That's true. Which would be, I think your actions now would be vastly different from what they would be if it was like, all right, next up is your turn, and then, you know, it's like, ah, ah, ah. Uh, So you mean like the actual combat? Yes, yes. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, and it's it's also different for me, but like, I I really haven't been thinking too much about tactics, I've just been thinking about outcomes. Uh, Pembroke is obviously... Very dead. Oh, um, pams. Permanently dead. Sorry, Skid. I know. It's cool, though. I, I can just be like a color commentator.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like an ex-ball player sitting here. <laughs> um, I don't see how we're not looking down the barrel of at least one more death. I have a plan If not a TPK I'm sure you do I'm sure everyone has a plan I was uh, describing it to Joe I don't
4: and <laughs> Joe I don't has no plan. plan Yeah I, I was just. describing my plan to Joe And Troy was in the room And he Joe leaned <laughs> over to me Whispered something in my ear Which I thought was going to be You know A continuation of the discussion And he just said it doesn't matter.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I was trying to explain this to my wife. I was like, so one character is definitely dead. And the way it works is that if any of the other characters make any decision that is uh, based on self-preservation, it will definitely kill another character like it's just i mean i don't know i'm interested to see how it's going to play out um but you know she made it very clear she's out to kill and defile and defile our corpses defile
4: corpses now to be fair skid did establish that pembroke has no corpse that's right. true. He's, his, right. his body He's is charred, is, charred. Yeah. charred beyond belief. So yeah. fuck <laughs> you, Skycat. <Skakala. laughs> She'll just piss
1: on the ashes. Uh, g- gross, undead piss. It's uh, oh, oh, no. just more smoke. Why doesn't she drink right. more water? They don't eat. They don't sleep. Sorry, if they do piss. Just, if they do piss in this oh, fantasy no. world. I, you know what's funny is that <laughs> I, you know, uh, uh, as you guys were going through the camp, um, and as you were going through the tomb. I was trying to think of ways in which I could, you know, sort of counteract this, you know, 15-minute adventuring day that you guys um, had created for yourself. Because you saw dummies in the pit of all of you guys. Mm-hmm. So you knew they knew who you were. Yeah. And... All this time that you've been here, which is now, it's got to be over a month. I mean, in the tomb alone, you've probably been in the tomb 11 days. Mm-hmm. All this destruction that you've done, I imagine she just sent out people. How did they die? What do their wounds look like? There might have been times when there were people just watching you kill so they could learn. And so the way I decided to have that... Um, sort of be counterbalanced on my end was to give them some special preparations. You know, contrary to popular belief, none of the creatures had the advanced template. And honestly with the exception of the teleport trap uh, and blur, nothing else I did has, has made any difference. It is just a Really, really difficult encounter
4: and we all saved we all failed um, some very important saves
2: failed saves, and going back to the shadow rats wait a minute she doesn 't have blur in the tactics of the book no oh, that is huge. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's cheating. 20%, so it's a little... You cheating. have a good chance. Definitely but cheating. But man, is that brutal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that is
1: brutal. 20% chance, yeah. I mean, oh. it's, it's really the only thing that gives uh, gives her a... Uh, a chance against Baron. A chance against Baron, yeah, <laughs> yeah. really. Uh, there's not a whole lot you a can slim do chance. to bump up your, your touch AC. She might have some st- other stuff on there, but nothing has mattered. Right. except. The, and I don't even think Blur... Has anyone failed on the Blur chance? Did Dalgrid fail once? No. No, No, he just missed. So (laughs) it it hasn't mattered yet. Obviously, the teleport (laughs) trap did. Um, Yeah. But at the end of the day, incorporeal creatures have always been the bane of this group as well as as the party. This goes back to the Shadow Rats. I'm sure there was some stuff in... um, uh, Red Lake Fort that came up. Obviously, the Borello is how we he, we started. That random encounter that started off the journey uh, to Skirkotl's tomb was really a, a test to see how, if anything, had changed. And uh, had the Borello not ran, that could have been a TVK right. easily as yep. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And now you have these 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 witch flames. Um, I mean,
4: the fact of the matter is, you succeeded in taking out the two casters, for, for taking them out of the fight. Yeah. So without that, I mean. Everyone's got magic weapons I mean but it's, if you can't, Without the casters You can't really Hope to do damage to those
2: Do both the witch flames And the ranged bone skeleton uh, Undead Do possibility of paralysis On their hits uh, Or was that just one of the two uh, I know that the Because uh, they both had a save
1: Associated with a successful hit right? Yeah, no, the, the witch flames, the save is to see if you get, become sickened and engulfed in those flames. Okay, so the that's paralyzed was then. only the arrows. Yeah, the so paralyzed was the arrows, gruesome. and D- I think codla had a, a paralyzing effect.
4: Didn't well. I get paralyzed because, uh, I was already paralyzed, but didn't I extend my paralysis because the witch flames frightened me? Wasn't it a fear effect?
1: Oh, no, the Baycox uh, had, uh, that's what those other creatures were, they're called Baycocks. they had a, a, a howl oh that's right and you were the only one that failed that first time uh and i don't think the second one ever got a howl off because baron killed it Um, right but you know i've made some mistakes on my end um obviously letting um uh dalgrith uh get that sneak attack off to begin you know she can straight up see you with blind sight um and so that wouldn't have happened and i may have taken some damage that she was immune to but uh, when all said and done it is a very difficult encounter. The stuff that I added didn't make a huge difference. It is just brutal. Yeah. You are leveled appropriately for the combat. <laughs> Respectfully disagree. Uh, <laughs> I think we need to be 14th level. Minimum. According, according to the book, you are leveled uh, appropriately. <laughs> and uh, I just, I don't know. I don't know how it's all going to end up, but uh, I, I think you've, you've fought valiantly. And
4: uh, we, But we didn't fight Some of us didn't fight at all We, we didn't, didn't really, really fight <laughs> Everyone but Matthew
1: all. fought
2: valiantly <laughs> Barron did an amazing job With what was given to him
0: mm-hmm. I feel like LeBron James On the 2008 Cleveland Cavaliers <laughs> <laughs> Dragging your asses to the playoffs No matter what happens Yep yep. No it's all the I think it's a paralysis you you the, the the oh god it's rounds without our smokecasters working. Yeah.
1: Remember I said to you I say this off air or on air, um, that this is a fight that you Joe would hate specifically. Yeah. yeah. It's because of the paralysis. But yeah. Dalgreth didn't get paralyzed. No. But I know you get taken out of a fight, and it's just like, what am I gonna do? And a boss fight to boot, it, it's brutal. There's five
4: there's five enemies here we couldn't get any summons off mm-hmm. we couldn't get any I, I mean we couldn't get any, any kind of area effects damage going it's yeah that's no, brutal yeah i wish that there was another way i wish it didn't have to
2: be this way it always has to be this way it seems yeah. i want to see more creative solutions to to uh, boss fights uh at high levels that aren't just paralysis are they you feel like a lot of them are paralysis i feel like a lot of them are paralysis huh. You know, they're, they're, they, they take people out of the fight instead of having means by which, you know, deflecting abilities and stuff like that, mm. like where you're firing off your stuff. It might not be, hitting, you know, things like blur spell or resistance. Uh, yeah. Spell resistance, things like that factor. in at least you're using your stuff. It might not work. The die rolls might not go your way. But I feel like so many times, like, the only way you can really beat PCs is to just not have them
1: have actions, well, in- which yeah. is frustrating. Well, I think it, 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 you could argue that there are other ways to take a person out of a fight that it seems like paralysis. Just like uh, focusing all your attacks on the tank and then taking that tank down to 20 hit points. Now that tank has to go run away for a couple rounds and heal up. You've effectively paralyzed them. Um, so, I, you know, I, I don't know if I necessarily agree with what, the, what you said, but I agree with the essence of it. Yeah. Um, what are you thinking, Grant?
0: Well, I'm, I'm just saying spell resistance to me would give a more kind of creative runway for players to work with in that if you cast a spell on a, a Skirt Kotler or a big bad evil guy and the spell resistance uh, completely wipes that spell away, at least now you can say, oh, maybe I'll buff the other people in my party. Maybe I'll do something else. Maybe I'll move creatively in a way that'll make it unlikely to use a breath weapon on all of us, paralyzing someone. It's just uh, it's just game over, it's brutal. right?
2: Exactly. It takes away the one thing that you like to lean on the most, which is like take out the person's ability to do what they always do, yeah, and make them think of creative solutions. Favorite, you get no creative solutions. Yeah. You get zero. I had a lot. You of get solutions. no game. You yeah. don't get to play anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I just don't no, like it. it. I think it's stupid. Yeah, the, this is where you need a caster to come in and just
1: remove paralysis. That's well, you, paraly- you paralyze the caster. Right, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. No, right. Right, or you, or you have somebody that has a potion of that, and they take their round administering. I mean, I don't know. I, this, is, this is stuff that, with two books to go, you'll have to figure out. Can you swallow voluntarily, while paralyzed,
2: a, <laughs> a potion that has been given Move to Move action, knock them to the ground. <laughs> <Stop> <laughs> action, shove it in their shove mouth. Shove it in their mouth. <laughs> freedom, oh, turn yeah. it upside down in their mouth. I think you want
3: freedom of movement.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's really high level. I mean... Yeah, it's... it's uh, you know, to have, like, a, a constant effect freedom of movement on your caster so that they can take care of you, that's that's expensive.
0: Really yeah. expensive. Well, and then it almost seems like cheesing out the game to some extent to have every potion in the world. The only character that I think would have, like, every potion on him would be Dalgrith because yeah, he's, he's, he's so got many got things. he yeah. like, that was a, pop yeah, them all. I, I did but, like, it. Baron wouldn't necessarily, or I don't think Feyraza would. Feyraza would be relying on her own spells. Yeah. yeah. I mean... One of Dahlgrave's first combats, he
2: popped off the, the potion of remove blindness, deafness. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that was, that was he, nice. He kept those things around because of you know, he's been in these situations and he has to take care of himself. But it doesn't, there's no anti-paralysis potion. I mean, there might be, but I mean, it doesn't matter if you're paralyzed. You, yeah. can't, you
1: know what I mean? Right. Nothing you can do. And right. I know you guys don't like that I let don't let you do more buffs, but I, I think I found a fair solution to the buffs. It's just like, you can't do buffs that only last a number of rounds. You know, we were pretty buffed. Uh, we were pretty well buffed. And I was thinking... Especially with the Forge buffs.
2: I was thinking yeah. what is interesting is like, you could have actually played the metagaming card insofar as the buffs all happening right outside of that chamber because our int because i was thinking about how little intel we had compared to the intel they had and that's why we lost mm-hmm. that's why we lost the combat and uh but, but we our lost intel yet. we lost matthew our intel <laughs> was uh our intel was that there was nobody in this room yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean yeah. So you could have easily been like You guys are metagaming a little bit To pop off every buff Right mm-hmm. at these stairs right now The last thing you saw Nobody's in this room Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean So I, I thought about that after the fact yeah. and So they, I, they, think, I think you were generous in, in one way of looking at it We yeah.
0: really should have And I'm going to do this in the future Before we fight any boss Even if we've seen them from behind Like Pembroke and Feyraza did Prior to this We should have rolled like a knowledge local To learn like what kind of weapon Skirkat will use Because we were all Shocked with the fire stuff. We right. had all our buffing yeah. on the ice stuff. Like if we Well had that wasn't like, Scarcala. Well, she also has an axe, I yeah, think. Yeah, her, her
1: axe does fire damage. And yeah. she also does the devastating blast, which yeah. is fire damage Oh that's well. fire damage too. No, it was
2: it really when it goes to show you it was all intel. It was all yeah, intel. Yeah. And we had I mean. to get the intel. And you know, the teleport trap is great because that really fouls you up. But it, it you know, for future reference, like to other parties out there, like just plan on it's lame. Don't get me wrong, it's lame, but surviving is not a matter of being cool. It's a matter of surviving and winning. Just take your wizard, teleport in, look look at it, and immediately teleport out. And then be like, okay, so we got a couple fire guys, we got a couple, we'll come back tomorrow. It it took me years (laughs) to come back tomorrow. Exactly, like it's super lame, but like that's what (laughs) real (laughs) adventurers would do if they had the ability to do that. It
0: it took me years to uh, not think that this person was lame, but after riding my bike from Queens to Manhattan uh, many, many times... The guy who wears the orange safety vest, the blinky lights on both ends and on his feet and like in the wheels, like he's got to stay alive. And he's the coolest guy out there. You know why? Because he's not going to die on
2: his bicycle. (laughs) He's not going to get hit by a cab. (laughs) After
1: the episode wrapped, I I put my hand on Skid's shoulder and I was like, I'm so sorry about Pembroke. And what did you say to me? I was just mad that
3: we didn't get the, the magic bullet. <laughs> You're like, like <laughs> more upset about that. I, like, I, Yeah, I, I'm really bummed about Pembroke. And by the way, I have received a comical number of messages the last week. The last episode hasn't aired yet that, uh, as we record this. I've received a comical amount of messages on social media, email, people saying, you know, Pembroke really means a lot to me. It's and bizarre. i thinking about it so a lot. Sad. Yeah, all this week. Out of nowhere. It, out of nowhere. And it's like every time, it's like another dagger in my fucking face. <laughs>
4: so please don't try to empathize with Skid. Yeah.
2: <laughs> don't ever <laughs> don't ever send him any no, nice like things a, about his character it
4: got
1: me really sad I'm like oh this poor person he doesn't oh. want any of your emotional response <laughs> it's like the universe knew yeah um, it's like I, I
4: just don't know what I do
3: if Pembroke wasn't around anymore
1: <laughs> you can, like, start reaching
3: does, out to these people that does, <laughs> that does put a lot on you I know it's I know it's, it's a lot of responsibility
1: well I, I imagine as 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 the life is fading out from Pembroke's eyes uh, as his body is, is turned into, uh, you know, just ash. is charred beyond recognition from the combination of this sickly green witch flame that engulfed his body and the devastating blast unleashed from Skirkatla. Right at that moment that he dies, all of you in the room, including Skirkatla for whatever it matters, see a burst of white light erupt from where his chest would be as shards of something around his neck shatter and fly across the room, making even the will-o'-wisps scatter away from what would be his remains. (laughs) (laughs) Shards everywhere, this white light fills the room and as the white light fades out now we're somewhere in the woods hmm. we're in the middle of a pretty dense forest now although the the trees are packed pretty thickly together there appears to be a small pathway cutting through day or night night from that pathway emerge five figures walking Single file. You can see that they're all battle-weary, covered in open wounds and bruises, their clothes and armor stained with blood. We zero in on the man at the front of the pack, his sword drawn, an eye patch over one eye. (laughs) It's Jimmer. (laughs) Closing in on his one good eye, we start to hear sounds of battle from somewhere in his mind's eye and were immediately transported back to the grounds outside of highbury castle imagine jim was just like cutting his way through a small horde of skeletons yelling using his sword like a baseball bat just boom one skeleton goes down boom he slashes the other way another one crumbles and all of these skeletons are wearing the armor of highbury painted over with that death's head fly He's fighting his way through to get to some sort of spellcaster up ahead standing on a hill. The caster has their hands outstretched shooting rays of purple and black light towards the dead as they fall, just raising them back up. Jimmer clears the minions guarding this necromancer and it turns to look at Jimmer and smiles as Jimmer charges headlong at it. (laughs) Now we're back in the woods. We see behind Jimmer... Is Sir Will with a look in his eyes that we've never quite seen from Sir Will. Isn't he technically Lord Will now? Lord Will. Lord Will Cunnington. This look. (laughs) Deep cat there, Troy. (laughs) (laughs) This look you see in Will's eyes is, is just like this blank, empty, hardened stare. And behind his eyes, we hear like a gagging sound like this. And now we're back on the battlefield and you see Sir Will pinned down to the ground armorless and weaponless with some sort of white on top of him. It's gagging out a black liquid onto Sir Will's face and Sir Will's like moving his head back and forth trying not to get in its mouth. So much is happening Sir Will but you know that this creature on top of you used to be the captain of the guards at Highbury. A close personal friend of your father's. Maybe he trained you at swordplay as a boy And now he's transformed into this hideous undead creature Trying to regurgitate some sort of black liquid into your mouth What do you think his name was, Joe? The name of the the master at arms at Highbury Castle Who trained you as a boy I'm sure you you've had this in your backstory <laughs> You yeah. won't have to just be put on the spot And think of something creative They, uh, they called him Cap <laughs> <laughs> That's what they called him, Cap. Call them Cap.
2: Uh, Sir Cap. Sir
0: Cap?
1: <laughs> Sir Capson. So Cap is about to sink. Cap, no! Cap, no! Cap, no! It's, it's me, Will! Just his no! Cap is going to sink its teeth into you, a blast of fire hits his head, singeing its hair, melting what little flesh was left on its skull, and. Collapses off of you You turn Sir Will And see Adriel standing there Oh what a bang! And he's just like walking towards you Boom firebolt knocking out a crew of skeletons Boom firebolt knocking out a bunch of whites. He picks you up (laughs) helps you to your feet Hands you a weapon And then stands in front of you as a human shield Just raining down firebolts On the army of the dead The sound of magical flames continues As it's Adriel's eyes We now see Marching through the forest behind adriel's metra her steely eyes looking ahead into the coming night with an intensity a very different intensity that the others aren't showing she has no pupils for one she has no pupils Hmm. just white looking ahead but you see in her in her visage she's now thinking about what's next Behind those pupiless eyes, we hear the sound of metal clanging up of metal, cling, clang, cling. Surrounded by bodies, Metra sees in the distance, about sixty feet away or so. Jimmer atop a hill, trying to make his way to a creature opposite him in black robes. Jimmer is cling, cling slashing away at a scythe floating in midair, protecting the creature—some sort of spiritual weapon, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. Meanwhile, the necromancer is just boom, firing rays at Jimmer that all seem to be landing, sapping Jimmer's strength. From behind, Metra can see that Jimmer is about to be blindsided by another creature, but Jimmer doesn't see it. I imagine this all happens in slow motion. As the creature is about to land, perhaps a killing blow on Jimmer from behind, it's as if Metra rips a space into the shadow plane and within a millisecond appears behind the creature sneaking up on Jimmer just as it's about to strike Jimmer metra reaches out pulls it into the rip out of the material plane and it just screams in agony is
0: like and
1: explodes like <laughs> getting shot out of an airlock <laughs> jimmer sees this gives one final blow to the spiritual weapon scythe which shatters he nods at metra and together they walk slowly towards the necromancer back to the trail in the woods behind Metra is of course Silvermane the look in his eyes it's not as if he's unfazed by everything that happened both inside Highbury and outside the walls of Highbury. but the look in his eyes is very very distant almost calm the look of a man who's lived a long long time ...and has a lot of work left to do. A fire burns in his eyes. The fire then materializes into an actual fire. A campfire with these five heroes sitting around it. What are they talking about? When are we? (laughs) A couple of days after the Battle of Highbury...
3: Hey, uh, Metro, that was really cool. Thank thing you did when you, you pulled that, I heard it, and I turned, I looked at the last second, and man, that
4: was really cool. It's not my favorite thing to do. No? No. Reaching back into the shadow plane is a dodgy business. But the moment called for it. Well, I, I mean, I certainly
3: appreciate it, especially if you don't like doing it. Um, thank you you're very welcome you want some of this I found I got a squirrel here I've been kind of roasting it I'm not much for seasonings but uh, if you're hungry at all. <laughs> sure Jim here shows sure. off a little rib meat hands it to her at <laughs> least she gnaws on it <laughs> sir will do you at, eat people food I, should, I, did, I didn't even think to ask <laughs> <laughs> you eat people
4: food <laughs> I'm just give him a stare like a blank stare Nope. I eat anything <laughs> Oh, well, all right Fair enough Even people Oh, oh
3: boy I did not I'm, I'm need to I'm know kidding. that Oh, good Good, <laughs> good little, one A little levity Oh, you, into you, the situation <laughs> You got me You got me good there, uh, Metra
2: <laughs> Who brought but for c- a second You ate people <laughs> Who brought the comedian <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Metra. laughs> Sir, will look across at, at Metra The firelight flickering off of his face as she's talking he's just kind of staring at her and he's really trying to look for a resemblance
5: to Della I think he sees some uh, some but he's just curious Mecha, how did you come to be here
4: on this plane I've been trapped in an extraplanar dimension for many many long long time I finally was able to Trapped myself back to the Shadow Plane, and then I had to survive there. And finally, I caught glimmers of a city, a town, that I now know was true now. And something yanked me back there, out of the Shadow Plane where I was trapped. How did you become trapped? Della, when she was young, became... The tool of her father. A man consumed by... An evil desire to live forever. I was finally able to track them down... and I attempted to rescue her. I... I failed. And together they... trapped me... outside of the material plane.
0: There are large gaps in the oracular visions... of Della. Please... It may be vital to this mission, but it also may be just as vital to our esprit de cause. What was Della like as a child?
4: She was... She showed more magical talent than I'd ever seen in anyone I'd ever met. Her father was... enamored of this and then consumed by it. He sought to make her a conduit for his explorations together with his order. They traveled around from plane to plane. I admit I went with them. I... I loved him. But he soon began to experiment with darker arts than even I'd I'd seen in my childhood in the shadow Shadowplane myself. I'm sorry, my dear Matra, but you just described your daughter as a conduit, a thing, not that, as a child. That's what he just to make her. Oh. I tried to fight him. I tried to resist once I realized what was going on, but at that point he was too powerful he had too many people under his thumb together they they exiled me and hopped to another plane was terrible me, took me years to track them down by that point most of them were dead Warwick had turned on turned on them all I don't know exactly what happened but at that point it was just him and Della they went one by one and systematically murdered each of Warwick's followers
5: you know, I think that Brando is guilty of this same sin, this desire to live forever. And he quite inna- he is quite enamored with Della,
4: obviously. Can you tell me what happened to her? You were there when she died. Weren't you? And he's just looking
2: at the ground like can't meet her eyes. F- brow furrowed. Rubbing his hands together just imagining that moment again is hard because it is a gruesome blow, right, that she took. Like, you describe her chest caving in and Mm. and he's right there, couldn't do anything about it. Pretty ineffective, that whole fight, which is kind of his thing. Um, Kind of your thing. Yeah, it's kind of my thing. (laughs) i I, I like to bring that to all my characters. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so he doesn't know how to to say it to uh, her mother, but he's beyond, at this point, he's
5: beyond, like, courtly graces, you know, and he's just like... We fought a stone giant, Urathash, in the Cathedral of Minderhal. He was a vicious foe. And Della sought to... Well, if you would like specifics, she sought to... To sneak past him, but was not successful. She used her powerful magics to become invisible. She could not be seen for a moment... But in an unfortunate turn of fate, he stumbled upon her. in Pure luck. He felt her and swung blindly at the space. If I'm remembering this correctly, which is like sort of what I think it happened. Yeah, something. Um, that. and connected with a giant warhammer. It was a gruesome hit, and Della immediately crumpled to the ground. We all, of course. Thought she was dead Brander came then He Displayed some extremely powerful magics And it was also then that I realized He was the same man who had come to me earlier in my life Came to my parents As Dr. Forsyth He gave us some speech about Bringing knowledge Giving us a gift And then he took her body and fled now, I will be honest with you, I believe that she is dead. I saw her take a blow that no living being could survive. But I had not the chance to examine her, and when he flew away with her, I... I will admit I placed some trust in Day that maybe she yet lives. But to be honest, I do not know.
0: My child, as we sit in front of the inferno itself Envisioned in front of us As it were in this campfire I do sense While gazing into my mystery Some degree of Misgiving or mistrust between you and the Fallen girl Now I do not mean to press But was there any tension between the two of you? Fucking oracles, man
2: (laughs) Next day on the ancient day
5: (laughs) I do not believe it is respectful to speak of her in such a way at this time,
4: but... Please I would know it I would know my daughter It will be seen In the interest of being honest
5: with you, I owe you that much for what you have gone through to bring me out of that place dark dungeon I will admit that I had thoughts that perhaps as you said that your that her father had corrupted her to some extent that he had that she had taken this I don't know this lack of caring for for her actions into this world a lack of doing what is right no matter what. And doing what felt good at the moment, I suppose. Well, I... We butted heads many times because my faith requires and my knightly law require that I act a certain way and do things a certain way. And, and when I fell from grace, she seemed to not have any sympathy for it. I took responsibility. I apologize to her for my actions, but I feel that... I feel she was corrupted in some way. That's all I
4: can say. Corrupted or not, I must find her. This Brander is my mission now. I must seek out what, what he has done with what remains of her.
5: Yes, and I am... Eternally in your debt Metra And you too of course Silvermane And Jimmer And Adriel I Am in awe of what you did In Highbury And even though the castle has fallen To this undead menace Seeing
2: I imagine him seriously Like surrounded by these people It's like being a regular dude Sitting with the Avengers You yeah. know what I mean? Like a, <laughs> you're sitting around this campfire And they all displayed
5: Such incredible power in, in front of them uh, the, the power that you displayed Has given me hope for the future Hope that I had mostly lost in that Dank cell I shudder to think what may have happened Had you come any later but Branda is indeed the foe we seek. That or my brother's bride. Whatever her interests may be. I don't know. This could this could lead us to who is causing this, this uprising of the undead. It is something to consider. There is... With the fall of Highbury, there is an undead threat that is marching to the east... While we know that... Well, at least I know... That giants are uniting to the west... The nations of Ustalav and and uh, Lastwall and Nirmathas... They they cannot fight a two-front war on their own. We must find a way to help them. But I agree that Branda is the target... And finding Della is of utmost importance. All I know is that... My service such as it is like looking at you guys may not turn the tide of this war but but I will not stop trying Iomidae's justice is swift and vicious for those that seek to destroy all that is good in the world and I intend to carry her message on the tip of my lance to every giant and abomination that walk Galarian and then he stands up you know and he's just so little by my life or death, I vow that those that brought Highbury to ruin will feel the bitter sting of Iomedae's justice. I will not rest until it is so.
0: And he just kind of frustratingly, knowing how small he is, sits back down again. Do you know what you remind me of? So will. What? Something my master Kilpoth Mutt said. She said as great as my revelations and the power of her dragonhood were, Even more powerful than any of that would be hope. And should we lose hope, the power of revelations or the power of a dragon mean nothing in its absence. And in you, the smallest seed among them all, I see a great shard of hope. I think you have much to play in the coming battle. Please, rest easily, and know that truth and camaraderie is something that we possess that the enemy lacks.
4: He just nods. What And what of young Galabrus Finn, Jimmer? What is, how might we aid him? him. Well, uh, I know y'all
3: have your various uh, kind of things that you want to do. Um, and I get it. I, I, I truly do. And it was an honor to fight with all of you fought fought well fought bravely and sir well i'm sorry about what happened in your your home there and uh, i wish we could have done more oh sorry about eating your brother by the way
5: Oh yeah, yeah I, was, I knew that was a momentary lapse. Was, that's, see, that's why I didn't
3: okay. laugh before when myself. you said that you you ate people because I did actually see you eat uh, a person. Uh, <laughs> I
5: forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that joke was
5: in very poor taste, yeah, yeah, considering outside, what you did to my brother's corpse. Speaking of poor taste, <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. Benrick was gross. <laughs> he was pretty gross. He was undead. <laughs> <laughs> he was very dried out.
3: <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, yeah, I, I do have to. My, I'm just. Concerned about Galabras. And I, I have to get back
4: to him to see if what we've done here has made any difference at all. He is, by the talent, by my understanding, also has a connection to this Brander. Yeah. And if we could restore him, he might be of great service in the wars to come.
3: Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what he would want to do, but uh, I, I do have to... I have to look out for his welfare. That's really my only aim. And coming out here, so, uh, uh,
5: you see Silvermane, who hasn't spoken at all, turns slowly,
2: and then he pulls out his little chalkboard and just writes simply, and turns it around, and is looking at Adriel,
5: and he just and it just says, Adriel can heal him. Oh, what? What? <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: Silverman, you believe that I... possess the capabilities to heal this boy? And he just... Like a long blink and a slow nod. Why, yes, yes. He was infirmed. But... Even though as I saw him with my own eye, my mind's eye... Saw nothing but a shadow of pall over this... Child some great power kept me from that moment understanding what befell him yes we must return to true now and I must attempt to heal this boy and he nods again and smiles a little bit oh you are wise as you are revered my friend
3: now wait a minute now why didn't he say anything about this before when you were back there at his side no 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 (laughs) (laughs) we just had to fight a whole castle full of vampires and whatnot. I didn't have to do any of that. I, all I wanted, you knew that all I wanted to do was get collaborators. So why didn't you say anything or write anything back then? I'm, I'm, I'm a little annoyed. I have to say it. I hate to say it, but I, I have to say it. I'm, <laughs> a, I'm annoyed.
0: Let me make it up to you with a drink when we get back to town. I know that we'll only begin to make... Yeah, it hardly ends, suffice.
3: But, please. I don't get it. You people. He just stalks off.
2: <laughs> <laughs> He's going to let him go. He, he doesn't need to explain Adriel, it won't yeah. change anything at this point right right Galabras right. we can't go back in time and you know the, the okay. reasoning of Silvermane is, is obvious he didn't know at the time he knew when when Adriel cast the spell on Sir Will he saw the spell he knows the spell right he's been uh. trying to learn the spell <laughs> he's been pr- he's practiced and failed many times casting it silently and so when he saw it
1: he's just that's that's it that he can do it. So we'll say eventually, then you do get back to True Now. It takes a while. I mean, it, took, it was a long journey out there that we described cinematically. It's a, it's a long journey back, um, but you're taking your time to heal along the way and, and, and taking time to get to know each other more. Um, so you arrive back at True Now... And do you go straight to Galabras' house? Uh, I... Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, think mm-hmm. so. I don't want to be stabbed by Jimmer, so yes, I'll go straight there.
1: <laughs> Jimmer's got <laughs> his sword to Adriel's back. Uh-huh. Keep moving. <laughs>
0: uh, you know, we could talk about this like civilized yeah.
1: men. <laughs> you, you knock on the door, and after a moment, um, Cotrezor answers. And you see Drozha standing behind him, and she has a, a worried look on her face. Uh, Ketrez, uh, you know, can't really see too far in front of him So he steps aside And uh, Droja leads him Into the room uh, Where Galabras um, Is laying You guys enter and walk into that room And Galabras is gone <sighs> What? Droja looks at all of you and says We need To talk Meanwhile, back at Skip
2: <laughs> you are Whoa. such a piece of shit. You <laughs> uh, like you cut off one
1: cliffhanger and make us do all this freaking roleplay.
2: He told and us then you make another <laughs>
0: cliffhanger. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Oh man, I just got the Trunel sound going <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to screw with you <laughs>
1: uh, So, yeah, we are back We are back here You were just here. trying to throw us
4: off our strategize yep. <laughs> I completely forget what yep. I was going to do in and my that's,
1: round There's a method to my madness <laughs> We're back here uh, The last thing you see is, is Pembroke get uh, charred beyond recognition An explosion from something uh, hanging around his neck, perhaps White light fills the room Oh, right forgot about that <laughs> the light fades and you're still looking down the barrel of Skirkotla, who is you know within striking range of Dalgrith um, possibly within striking range of, of Baron I'm just talking about like a straight up step up and hack away um, and you've now seen her unearth uh, unleash this devastating blast a couple of times already uh, you know that thing has a pretty good pretty good range. Um, and there are these two witch flames as well, which are incorporeal, have barely taken damage. Uh, all things considered, I mean, they've taken. Oh, they some, took some fire damage from a Pembroke's a fireball, bit, ball, right? Yeah. yeah. Um a bad scene <laughs> I don't know what else to say dude let's just you know let's let's lift the curtain here and talk about uh, hit points remaining yeah. why 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 just why? just why? and I want you to know it will not affect my decisions whatsoever I am I am aiming that's how bad it is I'm coming I'm coming to kill uh, we'll start with Baron Darren
0: has seven hit points left. Okay. Oh. Oh,
1: okay. Uh, Feyraza.
0: Nineteen.
1: Nineteen. All right. Oh, oh, you're fine. fine. Live forever. 86. 86. Uh, 86 damage no matter what those d- which wow. flames do.
2: Dalgryth. Dalgryth has six hit points
1: Oh, my left. God. <laughs> okay. Oh, my okay. God. I didn't know Feyraza had as much as she did. It doesn't matter. As much? Any, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's sitting over there hoarding all the hit points. And, and, uh, I
2: was getting ready for the session, and I was like, oh, let me do one more once over the sheet just to see if there's some ability I'm missing, some get-out-of-jail-free card I didn't see, and uh, it was loading, my hero lab loading, loading, and then it came up six of 130, and I was, it shocked me. Like, I didn't, I, you know, I knew we were in a bad situation, but I didn't fully remember how real it was until it opened up, and I was just like, oh, well, why am I even looking at my abilities? I'm dead.
1: I've got, a, I've got a plan. Yes, yes, he does have a plan. I'm sure, you do, man. He <laughs> sure, always does. I'm it's sure not, I'll have no questions whatsoever about the wording of a spell. It's not. A, it's
4: not a get out of jail free card. <laughs> right. It is not a permanent solution. It's but also I, not I, within the rules. No, it's definitely within, it's <laughs> no. definitely within the rules.
1: Uh, I bet it. He's sitting there with the monopoly instruction book. <laughs> got it, it. Says right? I got it. It's called free parking. <laughs> <laughs> That's a made up rule. <laughs> What's free, uh, free parking?
4: Free, parkin'. no, free parking. Free parking. Parking. I think that you were doing you were doing the the Boston. There okay.
1: I don't know if you guys have talked outside of Sesh. Uh, I don't really care. It really, uh, <laughs> it you know, it's it a free really action to talk, so you guys can be screaming at each other. How do I do. There are also four Willow Wisps in the room, but like they can really only hurt uh, Dalgrith. I'm not too worried about the o Wisps, uh,
2: <laughs> and neither should you. Talk be. about on the on a priority list. I mean,
1: <laughs> they fall re- at the bottom. Um, but yeah, that uh, this is. This is it. Uh, it is a new round. <laughs> and it is Baron's turn.
0: In this new round, <laughs> you see, for the first time in this entire adventure, fear overcome Baron's face. He looks like, you know, probably someone in old age, ready for the Grim Reaper to visit his door, like... Everything that is vitality and is strength that has personified this man goes away for an instant, and his free hand starts shaking. Oh my god! And he begins to think in his mind as he touches his breastplate. He thinks in his mind the dwarven word for turtle, which is the command word for this chestplate of vanishing. <gasps> Oh, Oh, what does that do? You go into another dimension or something? And he begins to say those words And he stays his hand and pulls it away Oh, wow And he looks up from his chest And he stares (laughs) at Skirkadla right in the eyes And he wipes blood away from his mouth And he hacks out a crimson cough (laughs) Listen to me now, Skirkadla I've become greater in life Than you've ever been able to accomplish Even in undeath I ain't decking more graves, and I ain't burying any more friends, and I can't abide by you existing any longer on this plane. (laughs) You're finished. You're done. No one will remember you, and everything you've touched will turn to ash. I am the law, and the law can't be killed. This is my tomb now, and the small folk will flock to it to praise my name strike me down and I will become more powerful than you could possibly imagine <laughs> but you ain't gonna get the chance because you're all hat and no cattle and I'm gonna send you straight to hell you frigid fucking bitch oh,
3: <laughs> oh okay
2: oh, oh. wow Tired uh, up uh,
0: bottle cap
3: uh, all right.
1: <laughs> all right. you know what? how about a Galabras bottle cap
0: uh, uh, there he is. Yeah, there yeah. It is oh wait it's gone missing just like Galabras oh,
2: no. <laughs> it's just
1: empty now it's just an empty bottle cap. Okay. Uh, so does that mean you're taking a full attack action on Skirkatla? It does, and I'm going to use all
0: three of my remaining grip points to get up close and deadly on her. Oh, every wow.
1: Shot. Oh, man. This is unbelievable because it almost certainly... If you kill her, you perhaps take one giant step forward towards saving the world. However, you also... Possibly kill yourself.
2: Oh, you as, almost certainly die as the witch is, flames. Yeah, this is going down. in a blaze of glory All
0: I've ever wanted to do is make a change in this world. I ain't a red heart. I ain't an ash peak. I'm just bare the sheriff of true. Now and now it's time to test my metal.
1: Uh, Roll to hit. Twenty oh. percent miss chance. 18 on the die. That's a oh, hit. Let's do, do just, the oh. 20% no, I don't like to talk to a no-hitter uh, in the middle of a game, but he has not rolled a misfire since this combat started. Oh uh, Why just would you do a that? 25.
0: Oh, wow. God, baby, that
5: wow. That oh, is man. a
1: hit.
0: Ooh. Oh, we got some sixes oh. in there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and the look at faces on this
1: table is why we. Play. <laughs> oh my god! I
0: cannot add my um my, my 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 inquisitor abilities because of uh, Skirkala's ability to eschew those. Right. <clears throat> However, that is still thirty five points of damage oh, on the first and attack. Thirty five, still standing. Oh, yes. Come
2: on, second come on, attack.
0: Come on. Come on. Okay, that is uh not great, and I can't use my bottle cap. It's too late. Hands off the die. That is a 20 against Touch AC. That is a hit, but roll concealment. Okay, Come okay, on, here it goes. Dude, you got a hit! Oh, God. 87. Yeah! yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, okay, hit. okay. Oh, God. Oh, oh yes. Oh, yes. Looking good. 33 points of damage. 33 still kicking the final shot. That that was two shots, and with his shaking left hand, he unclicks the front of his flintlock pistol (laughs) and reloads both barrels, even though he's only going to have the opportunity to fire it one last time. (laughs) Unless (laughs) something miraculous happens. He looks at Skirkala right in the eyes and is aiming straight between the brow to end this evil and from this world. you're using your bottle world. cap. I'm using it on the confirm... Well, I'll use it on the hit-to-hit roll. You're right.
2: All
1: right. Bottle cap Wait, wait, wait. Dead. Hold
2: on. Can you miss? I'm you can miss. only miss can fire. Miss fire, but... But that's not going to matter on the bottle cap. Mm. Could you turn the bottle cap in to get plus six on the concealment roll? <laughs> uh, I'll turn it in here. Turn it in.
0: Uh... No, I'll turn I'm wondering. I'll if turn you don't
2: misfire, you probably hit, right? What's well,
4: the third attack? Yeah. Well, oh, right, five. right, right. What's the third better attack? Be- plus eight. Better to do it
1: now. Better right? to hit. All right, I'll turn I'm in. I'm shaking, taking the bottle cap from so you. Now. Just don't misfire.
0: 18 on the doll. Oh, Yes! Hit on the concealment. Oh. Come on, concealment. Don't miss, Baron. 37. Yes, yes, oh, yeah! Yeah! Roll that oh. two out, oh, dude. <gasps> oh. 34 points of damage. Skrikatla is dead. Yes! Yes! yes!
3: Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh man! Oh my god! Oh my god, oh my god. Oh my god. that was awesome! Oh wow! Oh, that was awesome!
0: And I get my grip Epic point back. Reps. MVP, MVP, <laughs> MVP.
1: MVP. Unbelievable! Unbe- wow. wow. Holy crap! I'm shaking. My hand is wow. shaking oh right now. Oh my god! Oh, I think we broke our, our, our
0: audio limiters several times yeah. <laughs> Maybe.
1: You know what? It's worth it. Uh, Skirkatla goes down. It is Feyraza's Turn. You see Skirkala. Shut <laughs> <laughs> up, Grant. You are the fucking best. Was, like amazing. I don't know who else could roll and not roll one misfire in these <sighs> yeah, three rolls. Dogrith the goes cowboy next, does. Right?
4: What's that? Dogrith goes next.
1: Dogrith will go next now with Skirkala out of the uh, initiative. Okay, so Farazza is going to delay, and she's going to call out. Dogrith to, no! to Baron now. Dogrith to Baron now. Dogrith to Baron. Uh, She's holding her action I'm going to go right after his turn Dalgrith you are invisible I'm invisible Unless the the witch flames have uh, an ability to see invisible creatures You're no longer necessarily in danger Right. However you know that the both of them are You hear her yell out Dalgrith to Baron Now Ooh! As the witch flames are like gearing up, just watch that,
2: sweet Tuan. Um, jeez, I mean, Dograith—he's got his own thing going on. Free action—you can talk. Uh, yeah, well, I'm not going to give myself away. I'm invisible.
1: There he is.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, you know what? I guess he will. He's gonna—he's gonna—he's um, gonna move uh, at. Uh, full full pace here. So he's going to use his expeditious armor ability. And he's going to double move. Uh,
1: and he's going to... There are, by the way, three exits to this room. There's the way you came in through the secret. Uh, the secret sideways staircase. There are the main doors uh, protected by the haunt. And then way up to the north is another set of double doors. The bathroom, as we called it. <laughs> um, he...
2: So, yeah, he holds, he's just going to call out, like, Don't worry about me, Ferraza! Take care of Baron! And he's going to double move uh, while invisible. He, uh, he triggers his expeditious uh, armor to give him an extra 10 feet of movement speed. Uh-huh. And so he's going to end up 10 feet behind Ferraza at the end of the move. During that move, though, he's going to, while invisible, skirt by... The uh, closest witch flame. Uh huh. And he is going to leave an illusion of himself in the space. As if it just appeared right in front of the Witch Flame, and it's holding up his sword, his sword as if to attack it. I see. So I read a little bit more about it, and it is a shadow, so it's partially real. It's, it's not even just like a mirror image, basically. Uh-huh. It is partially real, and it does whatever I like say it, it to do, except okay. it can't move out of the square. So it can like look like it's fighting it, like it looked like it swung, it swung and missed. Interesting. Uh, certainly so, it might draw the attention of one of them. Right, exactly. So that I'm certainly gonna, seems real. Right, so I'm going to try to draw the attention of one for one round, and and continue. that's reaction to do that. To leave it as honest. part of a move, part I can leave reaction. it in one of the spaces I moved through and the uh, there was a Mortal Kombat
1: character that could do shit like that I feel like Noob like, Sabah could flip out and leave a, an image of himself I believe it was Noob Sabah <laughs> oh no Sub-Zero can leave like an ice image of himself anyways
2: anyways cool. uh, so he double moves at, back into the stairs where we first came into the room and he's Head still invisible the maze, still yeah. invisible Dahlgrave is uh, oh, man how if many some, rounds well with Skirkatla dead and Baron in this ho- horrible position knowing he can't do anything to help him beyond what he just did right. he's if Baron goes down he wants to make sure he gets out of here because he doesn't want everybody not knowing what happened here
1: are you keeping track of your
2: invisibility rounds uh it's three minutes from when i drag it so it's a lot of rounds it's
1: 30 rounds okay all right so you could successfully exit You could successfully go anywhere you want unless you run into another creature with blind sight or blind sense yeah it's possible you know, just a bunch of undead. I'm sure none of, nobody else in the uh, tomb has that. <laughs> You'll be fine. Uh, I laugh. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, sorry, just real quick. Uh, both the bone guys are dead. It's just the two witch flames, right? It's just
2: just the two witch flames. Yeah, so. and without <laughs> the ghost touch, like, I just can't. I can't damage them.
1: I don't know how. I keep calling witch them. flames. That's their weapon. They're called witch fires. Uh, Feyraza would like to act. Feyraza, uh, you have the floor. Feyraza is going to
4: dash. Right up against the wall behind Baron and say, Baron duck! And she's going to cast Alright, she's gonna cast a spell. <laughs> from the floor, it erupts a so, wall of stone. So you dash. Move wall, action. Okay, move action, yeah. Standard action cast a spell. Oh from the floor erupts a wall of stone that, that erupts over and covers us and, and encases us in a cave, basically exactly our height and exactly our squares.
1: <laughs> Okay. And <laughs> what would be uh, a problem with this based on the text of the spell? Is there a problem with it? I If mean, you looked a little nervous about uh, throwing this out there is, I'm are you allowed nervous. to shape it any way you want? I'm sure from there's the one of the sentence that's weird from the there. text
4: of the spell. Yeah. Unlike a wall of iron You can create a wall of, st- a wall of stone In almost any shape you desire Whoa. Okay. Skipping down almost Except for the Baron <laughs> Ferraza <for> show <laughs> Skipping the part where the, with the butt And then uh. <laughs> uh, the—it It is possible But difficult to trap mobile opponents Within or under a wall of stone Provided the wall is shaped so it can hold creatures So provided that You get a, will, you get a reflex save I'm going to forgo my reflex save To trap myself I'm assuming Baron will trust me enough to forgo his as well. Yes.
1: Unlike Wall of Fire, because I remember we did something like this I for the Kenna fight. I use stone. And we shape. didn't do it correctly. No. Yes, that was stone. Shape. Uh, it was I still was... very cool. Uh, whereas this is a big, beefy, uh, it's a six level spell. Sixth level spell for a druid. Uh, yeah, sixth level for a druid. Fifth level uh, for everyone else, except fourth level for a summoner. Uh, so this is a bi- very, very, uh, very, very juicy spell for you. Wow. This is what giving you another week. <laughs> uh, Joe, I'm going to ask you, because you like to poke holes in things. What do you think is wrong with this? Uh, I don't think anything is wrong with it. I don't either. Yeah. I Here, just didn't see it
4: happening. I actually do have a thing I think you could call is wrong with Okay. This. I think you could rule that there's only a finite amount of air in there. And then yeah, but, yeah, but it took seconds at a time. Are you five.
1: covering yourself completely? Completely. Yeah, I mean you could perfectly you can you can still handle suffocation rules, but that's no, like you would be fine in there for uh, the length of this combat. For the, yeah, for the yeah, length yeah. of the combat, because the stone shape,
2: it's not going to like protect them for the next hour.
4: It, I mean, this is only a limited. It's going to it's, it's going to go down in the next
2: round or two. You could break it, right? Um, I am mean,
4: I'm using I'm, I'm going to what I want to per- submit that I can do is because I have a lot of five foot squares I can use because I'm a thir- a 12 level druid. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to try to double wall so it, so it'll be double thickness. And you
0: couldn't move it in a way to just totally block off the rest of the room between the fu- which flames and us. It's not enough.
1: They have no, hardness no. eight and fifteen hit points per inch of thickness. Yeah. So you're putting double thickness. Yes, yeah, so it would be six inches. Six inches.
4: Yeah. So it's three. It's three inches. Uh, no, it's it? three inches total. Yeah. One inch per four caster levels. So one wall would be three inches. Two walls would be six inches. So we like be a room in a room. A room in a room.
2: Oh. Hmm. Interesting. I see. The only thing I can see, I mean, everything is stone in here,
1: right? Like, the floor is stone, the walls are stone. The wall cannot be conjured so it occupates the same space as a creature. It, it doesn't. We're going over your space, right? You're creating like an igloo, basically. Basically. A double igloo. A double igloo. Um, it does not need to be vertical nor rest upon any firm foundation. However, it must merge with and be solidly supported by existing stone. Um, It can be used to bridge a chasm or a ramp. Uh... No, no, that's fine. Uh, the requirement, yeah, no, that's fine. It can be crudely shaped to allow crenellations. Would you like a make oh, a crenellated tower? No. <laughs> that would be so... Okay. Uh, likewise, this one can be destroyed by disintegrate or normal means. Um, yeah, so it's
4: it's, break, it's totally breakable. It's just stone. It's okay. just regular old and stone. And
1: you're saying because you have... Uh, uh, effect is up to five... A stone wall up to five foot square per level. Yeah. I don't think you can do... Double thickness with that? Can you? I mean, I'm essentially saying the your, wall what, goes. What level?
4: Are you 13th level? 12th level. 12th. So I'm saying the wall goes like. So it would be.
1: Uh, okay, I think. <laughs> I think now I see with your little drawing, your rudimentary drawing here, you've done on the map what you're talking about, and uh, yeah, it looks I definitely. I feel comfortable with the with the one wall, um, but uh, two walls is going to be. It won't fully protect you. There'll be one square, be one square. that's left uh, undone. Can't you just make the wall... Uh, they're all three inches thick?
4: Yeah, because it's uh, one inch per four level, caster levels. All right, so
1: I'm going to say one wall. Okay. And that wall is going to have... 45 hit points, hardness, eight. Hardness. Right, so the hardness doesn't triple. Of course, uh, what do we learn about energy damage against objects? It does half damage. It does half b- damage. Before you apply the hardness. Right. Holy shit. Okay, so you may have just... You may have just bought yourself a significant amount of time. So now the question is going to become, after I take my turn here, is the goal to survive? Or is the goal to try and defeat these witchfires and retrieve Skirkatla's armor, her weapons, Pembroke's belongings? Not to mention... Looking into that next room, I'm asking, so you'll have some time to think about it while I roll some attacks here.
4: And when when so yeah, I imagine Faraz kind of like slides up and the, the the stone encases them, and she like is really close to Baron. I mean, it's like basically they have just enough room to cast some spells, but mm-hmm. that's about it. And they're yeah. and she's gonna say, "Take the cloak and run."
1: Oh, oh shit! What? what cloak and run? <gasps> Oh, my God. Oh, no. Well, then.
0: Holy
2: shit. What? Just when you
1: thought you knew how episodes were going to turn out. <laughs> what? It
0: this crew. gobsmacked right now. Let's go.
2: I was completely, for the last 15 minutes, accepting Baron's death. I have been accepting it for an entire week. I've been running a lot. I mean, it's been good for my thoughts. I thought you were going to get away before killing Skokala. When you decided to go to Skokala, I was like a
4: beautiful sacrifice. I mean don't mm-hmm. run, run don't run right away. I have some healing to do, but like, <laughs> eventually that's your way out.
1: The problem incorporeal creatures can pass through solid objects, but they can't occupy they The can square. Occupy our they squares. can't, but they can incorporeal touch through to either Feraza
2: or Bael. Oh, Baron. that's interesting. No, well, I didn't think about
1: that. Huh. One of them fires off a witchfire bolt. At Dahlgrith's image Yeah All right. Sees Dahlgrith there Stabbing at him The other one can take care of them And so (laughs) Fires at the image Does the image get destroyed? Uh, Well you have to roll If you roll a natural one No Alright I didn't Uh, It was like a 22 against touch AC Yeah and then it It's destroyed Alright so that image Becomes destroyed The other one Floats up to the wall
3: Wow Can we say at least That they can't see Through the
1: walls Yeah that's the weird part
4: Oh we, yeah, we, we have total cover. You, have, right. you would have total concealment. It tells
1: you right now you have fifty percent mischance. An incorporeal creature can enter or pass through solid objects, but must remain adjacent to the object's exterior, and so cannot pass entirely through an object whose space is larger than its own.
4: I forgot they they can do that melee too. It can sense the
1: presence of creatures or objects within a square adjacent to its current location, but enemies have total concealment. Okay, fifty percent mischance from an incorporeal creature that is inside an object. In order to see beyond the object it is in And attack normally The incorporeal creature must emerge In this case, the incorporeal creature Isn't coming out of a wall It's reaching through a wall I just guessing To try and kill either Feyraza Or Baron Oh, <laughs> oh my! Man, I got go! so
3: excited
1: And it but, uh, ripped
3: away
2: I'm really glad I didn't get in that wall now
3: <laughs> <laughs> that
1: box of death, the box yeah. of death.
0: <laughs> This I is will, like the bad magician in, in Los Angeles that stabs his assistant Like straight through the box <laughs> Like instead of
1: I will use a die roll to see who gets attacked To start <laughs> oh, we'll do, yeah. Odds and evens um, uh, ladies, uh, ladies and gentlemen's choice here No no, no you choose but I choose. think it should be odds and evens uh, We'll do odds <laughs> and evens um, I would say Matthew is odd. All right, I love even numbers. And Grant is even. I love even. I love to share. Let's roll it. Let's it in front of you guys. Oh
0: my
2: god! Oh, I already have a, a tray out for that. <laughs> odd. Okay. Oh, this is good. This is good because who gives a shit about Ferraz? <laughs> <laughs> I've, no, no, no. I've also got twelve more hit points. Yeah, right? no, he's 13, got that. That's thirteen true. more hit uh, yeah. Reaches
1: through incorporeal. Still fifty percent mischance. chance. Yep,
2: and could be a natural one. No, couldn't be because it's neon green That's true <laughs> should,
5: I,
1: should I roll this one on the table yeah. too? Yeah Come Do on it. A natural 20 Ooh. 18 against touch Yes Oh man And now the 50% mischance. Oh, is that on the table too? Is this tableside dining? It's what on the this? table <laughs> what, oh, what, What's what? Okay <laughs> 51 or higher I want to hit you So 51 or higher Hits. Okay. Come on. 50 or below. You might just make it out of here alive. Oh,
0: dun, dun, so 73.
1: Oh. Shit. Shit.
2: That's actually... That's Roll bad. a
4: reflex save. It's bad business. Come on, Faraza. Thir- uh, 22. 22. It was on a natural 20, and then it rolled off.
1: Uh... Alright, what'd you say? Total? 22 22, alright, so you don't become sickened or engulfed in sickly flames Hey, I made a save Hey! <laughs> However, you do take 8d6 fire damage yeah. That's so absurd yeah. It's, it's absurd! I hate it And, I, and our stone's gonna come out of here Oh
0: my
1: Ah Ah, that is the most oh damage I've ever seen rolled on 8d6 Oh, no it's incredible 42 points of damage and nothing for protection from evil and not unless they were summoned creatures they weren't the willow were.
2: Farazza is dead
1: oh
3: my god
2: I literally thought she would be the only one to definitely survive
1: We'll see you next week, I guess. We're done? I think so. Oh, my God. It's been an hour again already. It's been over an hour.